This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. I thank you for this opportunity to be able to speak to your people's and I, believe, I thank you for the opportunity to speak to those that will be your people. Father, we just thank you for this time. I ask you to bless, Lord, those that have sent in special prayer requests. God, we thank you for them. And we pray that you anoint and bless them and deliver them. In Jesus the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Now, Father, we just thank you for this time asks you to let me decrease while you increase in my life. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, we thank the Lord for what God is doing. Thank the Lord for how he's doing it. Amen. I really do. I thank the Lord for hearing from some of you. Amen. I'm looking forward. I know you don't heard the announcement. But uh, this month, this month, that's right, this month, uh, July the 30th and the 31st, we will be in Washington Road, amen, Washington Civic uh, uh, Legacy Center, amen. And we would love for you to be there if you need information and how to get there. Uh, to those of you in Atlanta, it's not a problem, I know. We about a half a mile from the train station, amen. And those that don't ride the train, you want to come that morning. We're having a 12 o'clock noon service, amen. And we're having a good time in the name of the Lord. A teaching will be according to what God has given me, and I'm believing God to uh, cause you to go forth in a direction that you never went before. Amen. Not that I know so much. No, ma'am, no, sir. Wouldn't dare try to portray that. But I know enough to obey God. Amen. I'm, I'm being honest. I know enough to obey God. And I want you to be able to obey God. Yeah, we got, as I said, I constantly said, we got folks every single day, every single 
building mostly. Uh, they teach and say they got the truth. Yeah, they tell you. They teaching the truth. They teaching this. They teaching. Now, I'm not against them teaching the truth. Some of them do have it. But guess what? Sometimes it's just like everything else. You eat a meal and you got vegetables or you got the steak or you got the chicken. Whatever you eat, I know some folks don't even eat meat. Uh, but nevertheless, you got the vegetable. You want a different kind of vegetable in order to have a balanced meal. You just don't want to have one type of vegetable, okay? I'm not saying that uh, I have I have so much uh, food that I assure you, but I'll say this. I believe in my heart I'm coming for a purpose, and if you want something of the Lord, Believe God, pray, and come on and be a part of the uh, 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 crusade. Amen. I, I'm serious about this. I'm not just saying that to try to raise no money to try to do this. Now, we we got a downtown uh, down uh, part in it. Uh, we got singers. Uh, next week, I'll give you the singer's name and everything. Uh I'll give you, uh, uh, hopefully we can get a call from uh, uh, Ola May. Uh, I don't know how our schedule is, but I'll find out. But nevertheless, next week, if the Lord say the same, I'll try to. But I'm saying uh, the word. I believe that God gave me a word, giving me a word. I'm telling you. I, this word that I have, I, I hadn't preached it on the radio. No, ma'am. No, sir. I'm saying that he gave me something to enlighten Brother Ware. I thought it was for for the congregation, uh, for the radio first. I had to accept it. See, a lot of things we don't accept, folks. We hear it, and we wonder why we're not moving forward. We wonder why we uh, spinning our wheels. Uh, some of us is praying for this and praying for that, and, and, and you're hoping you get an answer. And it's simple. It really is simple. And the sim- simplicity of it, we overlook the simplicity thing. Yes, when you overlook the simplicity things, then God cannot, you, you tie his hands, so to speak, because if he bless you, uh, if he do something, now we know the devil do things for people, yes, but God also do things for people, and and certain things he would like to do, but we got to have the mindset. Come on, now you know, let's be real. We don't seen people that they was broke and and they were serving God, they was going to church, and lo and behold, they got a couple of dollars in their pocket. They want to go on this. They want to go on that. They want to buy this, buy that. They don't even have time really to give themselves to the Lord. They want to serve themselves then, uh, serve their husband or their wife. And, and, and it's because of the fact that they could not handle where they was getting. A lot of churches are like that. A lot of churches have preach things to people, and, and, and they manipulate them. I'm sorry. 
we, listen to me, listen to me. They manipulate them only because of the fact that they are looking at uh, the money situation. And I hear that so, so often. And, and what I mean by I hear that so often, I really hear that a lot. And the peoples, I, I, I know some peoples, and I'm not just saying this, I know them personally. They are so bogged down in what this preacher done said about this and about that. And when you ask them, say, but let me ask you something. Could you show me so-and-so and so-and-so, you know, that you believe? I, I, I don't have to show it. I just believe God. God done showed me, and God done blessed me. So, brother, where well, ain't nothing you can say. Okay, well... I, I just leave it alone because I understand that some people just not there. But to those that are there and those that are trying to go to a higher heights and a deeper depths, then shouldn't you search out the Scripture? Shouldn't you take the Scriptures at, at face value in some of the things? Now, I know that part of the Bible is historical. I know I'm not a Bible scholar, but I know a lot of it is historical. Okay, then we got uh, certain uh, parts of the Bible is sacred. Amen. It's sacred. Uh, and and you can't uh, figure that out and change that. I, I, you can't make that be nothing else. So what are you saying, Brother Will? I'm saying this. If we're going to quote God, don't take the scriptures out of context so that we can prove a point. Let the Bible speak, except it needs you to give an understanding of it. I, I, I understand the book of what uh, the Ethiopian eunuch says how, uh, when Philip came to him and said, uh, can you understand what you're reading? He said, how can I understand what I read except some man got me, except I, he got He don't know. So I understand certain things people don't know, and they need a guide. And, but if the guide is guiding you wrong, see, the Bible says if, they, if the blind lead the blind, they both fall in the ditch. Because how in the world I'm going to lead you somewhere? And where are we going? Well, where are we going to the store? What's the Well, we'll find one. How are we going to find one? Well, we'll just search it out. And we go to walking. And if we in the country, you know, of course, when that was spoken, uh, it was rural area. One no cars and and stop sign, red lights, and all this. But he said, if the blind lead the blind, the people knew what they was talking about. They will fall in the ditch. You wasn't able to manipulate it and go around it. Why? Because you're not able to see. And let me tell you something. Some of them ditches back in my day was some big ditch. We had we had what we call big ditch. We had small ditch. We had little ditch. <laughs> I mean, we played in there. We put vine. We had vines that we cut and swung across there as kids. But of course, you know, time done changed and houses being built and very little property like that, like it was then. But what I'm saying, when we read the Bible, don't take the Bible 
and make it say something so you can manipulate someone. And that bothers me. That's about, and really in money, special, especially in my, you know what? As I was saying, I, I got someone close to me and I tried to get them to explain this to me. And they couldn't explain. They just said, I'm not going to hear him. I'm not, you know, but it's sad. So many ministers are manipulating peoples to bring money to a church building. And it's not necessary. I'm not saying you listen. I pastor for 28 years. And uh, I'll be the first to tell you, you need finance to operate the building. You need finance to help people because you usually get people that's not even from your. We help more people when I was pastoring. We help more people that wasn't from our fellowship that just came along through. They want something to eat. They want the, the gas cut off, the lights cut off. And finally, we had to come up with a bottom line giving uh, to those that was on the outside and those in the inside we gave different. But I'm telling you, we I never, never tried to use the scriptures out of context to make people's give. See, I believe that, I believe first and foremost a person need to give themselves. I'm sorry, the Bible said, uh, let me turn to it right quick before I even get going. In Romans, I know you're familiar with it, Romans the 12th chapter, uh, the first says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable servant. So guess what? The first thing a person should do is give themselves to the Lord. I mean, you got to have a mindset. You need a mindset that you have to give yourself to the Lord. Now, I know we don't believe that because we give ourselves on one minute and take ourselves back. And we tell God, you can't handle it. I can. So in essence, we are say we're giving ourselves to the Lord. But let's be real. We don't give ourselves. You know what we do? We give partly part of us. And every once in a while, we take partly of us back. We really do. And so when we do that, then a lot of people lose out. Why do they lose out, Brother Will? Because of the fact that if I had to trust God, if I had to put my trust in him like I said, and if I had to pray and seek God's face, then I would have seen the salvation of God. When you got allowed the, the, the books, the stories in the Bible, uh, the hist, hist, historical part of the Bible to be in there for a purpose, some of it just, and I know some of you smart and you done translated it to say it mean this and mean that. Maybe you're right, but I would like to look at it for what it's saying. Why? Because you got to learn a lesson from what it's saying as Esther wind up being the, uh, the queen, uh, you see. Why? Because of the fact that she was willing 
just to uh, go in the realm of God. She wasn't trying to be nothing special. She wasn't trying to do this. Matter of fact, her her, her uncle pushed the situation, and God had a look at Joseph. Joseph wasn't trying to do this and do that. It was just that he was pushed into the situation. We try to make things happen. And when we make things happen, then we get discouraged when it don't happen. But the truth of the matter, it didn't happen because it was not the will and the plan of God. And because you didn't give yourself to God, amen, you wasn't able to see the will, the plan of God. I'm telling you, if we realize this, if we realize this, man, can't we go further? Can't we do something? I had to come to grips in a lot of areas in my life that I was doing, and I'm, I'm not afraid. See, I'm not one of them preachers. Yes, I live holy. Yes, I try to do that which is right. Yes, I try to stand by my word. If I tell you I'm going to do something, I try to do it, okay? But at the same time, brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. You can get caught up on yourself so that you got it this way and you don't want to lose it. You want to tell God, God, you need to do it that Oh, no, you ain't going to say, God, you need to do it that way. No, ma'am. No, sir. You're going to say, God gave me a revelation. And my revelation said, I need to do this and do that this way or that way. In essence, you know what done happened? You done moved God out of the way. So, same way about giving. Now, the Bible tell us uh, in uh, the Scripture, in the book of Luke, uh, I believe that's where I was reading it from. The one I want to give is in all in the New Testament. Uh, but I want to give you the one here in Luke. Luke, the sixth chapter, sixth chapter and the 38th verse. And it says, Just give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, uh, and running over shall men's give unto your bosom for with the same measure that ye meet, wherewith it shall be measured unto you again. Now, we read that, and we usually take that out of context. We say, See, the Bible say give, and it's going to be given unto you. See, and it sounds sound justified when we sin. We really do. It sounds justified when we sin like that. But that ain't what it really said, <coughs> brothers and sisters. It said that when you give, it shall be given unto you. Good measure, press down. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Good measure. Meaning it's going the same way you give it, it's going to be given back to you in the same measurement. Not money now, all the time. Yes, sometimes it is money. Because, see, a lot of things, money, people that made money, they're gone. But, see, I, I know a few people that got a little money, but they give, and God winds up giving them back the same way. Why? Because they they don't they have money, but money don't have them. 
But guess what you said? Well, you got to realize they were written. No, 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 no. This, uh, the people that I'm thinking about, they didn't have nothing. They just got their foot set on trying to get a car. They saved money and got them a car, got to bought them a car so they wouldn't have to worry about paying car payment. Listen, a lot of times we jump in debt and we don't even know. Six months down the road, we we liking something else. We got car problem. We got this. And all of a sudden we say, God, I should have kept what I had. I should have just got what I had fixed. But we're so busy trying to impress people because we haven't given ourselves to the Lord. The scripture said, present yourself unto the Lord. See, when you present yourself to the Lord, you don't have to worry about what this person thinks, what that person thinks. You're worrying about pleasing God. So many people are trying to please one another. And you you can forget it. People, they'll, they'll smile at you today and dislike you tomorrow. They'll holler at you today and won't speak to you tomorrow. So what I'm trying to get you to understand, you got to get the mindset so that you can get what God got for you. Give, and it shall be given uh, unto you uh, a good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men's. It didn't say God did it. No, ma'am. No, sir. See, we say, God to give it. God to give me this. God to give me. No. You know what? God will give you, but most of your blessing coming from somebody else that God done laid upon their heart. I can honestly say, listen, some of you been listening to me over 20 years, and you know you hadn't heard me come on the radio and beg and say, Lord, we got to have this, we got to have that, else the Lord going to kill me, or the Lord going to take me off, or the Lord going to do this, and the Lord, whatever. I didn't do it. You know why? Because when God does something, oh, you're going to have lean times. Yes, you're going to get lean time. Then that's when you got to reach out. Now, Lord, you said in your word here that if I give, that you're going to have men to give back to me. It's going to be running over, shaking together, pressed down, shall men give unto your bosom. I done saw it happen, believers. I done saw it happen, and I wasn't uh, doing like these preachers. Well, let me go and get that right quick before I go on break. I'm gonna, I, I got to get this, because that's just a favorite scripture where they manipulate. Okay, uh, Malachi uh, 3 and 8. I know, I know, I know. This just a sour, put bitter sour you, uh, in your mouth when I go there and talk against this. Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. I'm reading from Malachi 3 and 8, as I said. Uh, yet he said, wherein we rob thee, me. Uh, but you say, wherewith have we robbed thee? Entice and offer. Ye are cursed with a curse. For ye have robbed me, even the whole nation. What nation? Nation of Israel. Uh, I won. Uh, come on, believers. Why? Let me let me finish reading. Then I'll come back to that. Bring ye all the tithes unto the storehouse of the uh, unto the storehouse that that may be meat 
in my house and prove me. Now, wherewith, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour ye out a blessing that ye shall, that they, I'm sorry, that there shall be no, be, uh, that, let me read that right, that they, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. Now, so they, they read that every week, and they read that to you, and you say, oh, God, I got to pay my time. Well, first of all, I'm going to give you a few scriptures, I guess, since I read that. I'm going to have to do it right after the break. On the church is not a storehouse of the Lord, believers. It is not in our day. We supposed to give. Don't get me wrong. You got to have finance to run the church. You got to have finance uh, to help others that need help. But we don't have this anymore that we store up uh, food and and act like what we got when they say the welfare. We we don't act like the welfare no more. Matter of fact, if you go to the ninety uh, percent of these churches. And it's, it's a church in my uh, right out from my neighborhood that they was giving the kids uh, uh, sandwich, sack, sack sandwiches and lunches because they couldn't go to school. So the bus would come in the neighborhood and blow the horn. Well, sometime it'd be a good minute children come and get them sack lunches. But then at times uh, it might not be but five or ten Kids, at the most, go there. And that uh, person would take the bus. Instead of taking it back, they would say they couldn't take it back. they go to this church right above the house and uh, give it to the church. And the church put out a sign, we got free food. So they used that from the, the thing that the children been getting they use that in order to do what? Give free food out. And that's what they did, and they just stacked up on this because they did it uh, once or uh, twice a week or so uh, that the bus would come, I think on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and they would give sack lunches for a couple of days. So the church stacked up on it. And everybody, uh, well, not everybody, let me take that back. A lot of people will say, one good thing about that church, it sure gives sack lunches. At least you can get some food and at that church, and we'll go, we're going to go back to that church, and they go back to this church, no conversion, nobody trying to. You say, but brother, where? At least they was using that to gain. Come on, believers. Come on. If we, we done narrowed our mind to think like that, something wrong. Well, let me go on break. And I'll be right back, and you will see what the Scripture says. All right? God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly.
I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, God bless you. We're back. Amen. Amen. We're back. And we thank God for you, especially you. We would love for you to tell somebody about our crusade coming up uh, in uh, East Point, Georgia. Please. And not only that, I would appreciate if you tell somebody about the broadcast. Okay? We really need to hear from others that we hadn't heard from we got a few that we hear from, but I would love to hear from some that we hadn't heard from because of the fact that I believe that the Lord can be a blessing through this way. Amen. Amen. Uh, now, in, uh, in the book of Psalms, okay, I'm going to go there right quick. Psalms, uh, the 50th. Uh, chapter, okay, and it reads as follows: uh, "Is that will not re- uh, will I not reprove thee for the sacrifice of the burnt offering, or having continually before me, I have taken burlap." Let me get down to the meat of uh, uh, God saying now. I know all the the flocks of the hill. I know all the wild beasts of the field are mine. Okay? In other words, everything we got, what, belongs to God. He said, and if I was hungry, I wouldn't even tell thee. You ever notice that when Jesus was here, uh, he wouldn't even tell him that he wanted something to eat. He was more concerned about others. And then he went on to say this, I will eat uh, the bullocks and the and uh, drink of the goat's blood. Wait a minute. Here's what I'm saying, folks. Let me, let me say this. When uh, Jesus, because two things came across my mind, when Jesus was uh, uh, dealing with the woman at the well, remember, the disciples went in town to get some food. To buy bread, what they call it, it, but it's just food. It might be a little bit more than bread. We don't know. Uh, I'm sure it was, but to buy food, to eat. And then it come back, and the disciples wanted Jesus to eat. You'll find that in the fourth chapter of the book of uh, uh, St. John. And in, uh, yeah, St. John, the fourth chapter. And lo and behold, guess what? 
Jesus said, I got meat that you don't even know of. You know why he was saying that? Because his meat was to what? To do the will of the Father. That gave him joy. That gave him fullness. We came and get people to fast for 12 hours now. That's right. We came and get them to fast for 12 hours. You know why? Because of the fact that they are scattered around in their mind that I need to just give 10%. And nowhere, nowhere does it tell you. Uh, they say, but it is in there that Abraham gave to and he's our uh, uh, example. Abraham showed lied, too. If that's your example, now, uh, now please, I'm not trying to be, uh, what's the word, blaspheming against uh, the father of faith. But the father of faith had to deal with the situation just like you, what I'm trying to say. I don't want people to think that I'm justifying anything. I'm sincere about this. And when peoples are taking and, the, and, and using the scriptures out of context, that's dangerous. Because when you read these scriptures, you've got to make sure that you're not adding to the word. See, when I read uh, Jeremiah, when I read Jeremiah, the seventh chapter, I find out that what? And, and what you going to do about it? You're going to tear it out your Bible? You're not going to accept it? Jeremiah, the seventh chapter, and uh, the first verse, it says, And the word came to Jeremiah on the, uh, from the Lord, saying, Stand ye in the gates of the Lord's house, and proclaim there this, the words, and say here the words of the Lord. Ye, all ye of Judah. Listen, wait a minute. He called it the house of God. He didn't call it the storehouse. When when we hear people taking it out of context, you say, but brother, where? You just ain't got enough knowledge to know he was talking about the storehouse. No, if it was there, believers, don't you think we would find it somewhere in the scriptures? Every scripture that you read, you'll still see it's in the house of prayer, the house of worship, the house of this. I never see he calling it the storehouse of the Lord. What is they storing? Uh, 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 then Isaiah said, Isaiah the uh, 56th chapter and the 7th verse, uh, 56th chapter and uh Seventh verse said, Even thou will bring to my holy mountain and make them joy to my house of prayer. What? I thought it was a house of sacrifice, God. I, not, I mean, I thought it was the, uh, 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 the, uh, the storehouse of the Lord. That's what they told us. But that ain't what he said. He said the house of prayer. Now, if I'm seeing these scriptures, Old, I can give you old and new. Remember, he went to the, and, and beat him out of the church and said, my house shall be called the house of prayer, but you made it a den of thieves. So they sent the church up to do what? Raw people. And see, it would be fine 
if they was doing that which is right. I Listen, I wouldn't be crying against that. And I'm still not crying against I just want you to know the truth. And the reason I want you to know the truth, so regardless, I'm not, if they're going to keep on doing it, I learned people's going to do what they want to do anyway, regardless of what you say or do. Uh, I'm saying, without a shadow of a doubt, I'm trying to reach those of you, those of you that really want to walk with the Lord and want to do the right thing. First and foremost, make sure you're giving you. See, because if you're not giving you, then you're giving uh, money. Don't justify it. Now, the church will be happy. Or the pastor will say, sister so-and-so, brother so-and-so, he gave this, he gave that. And they and it's so sad that we produce uh, 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 auxiliaries to go against well, what the pastor A gave. Well, the pastor's A gave X amount of dollars for the pastor's anniversary. Now, you say, brother, well, you seem like to me you just jealous or you just don't want them to give. Listen, I'll be the first to tell you, you that are in the ministry, yes, you should. You have that right to live on the ministry. I'm not condemning that. No, ma'am, no, sir. Uh, if you're in uh, according to... Saint, uh, I'm sorry, First Corinthians. That's what I want. First Corinthians, and uh, First Corinthians, the thirteenth chapter, and around. No, I don't. I want First Corinthians, the ninth chapter. Please forgive me. First Corinthians, the ninth chapter, and around the thirteenth verse, it says this. Here it is. Do ye know? that they that minister about the holy things live of the things of the temple. It ain't said nothing about no house of God. Uh, I mean, no, it ain't said nothing about uh, uh, the storehouse of the Lord. No. If they minister the holy thing, they should live of the holy thing. Now, when a person living now of the holy thing, you driving a, a, a puck plucker, and, and praying to get to church and praying to get back or you riding the bus because you can't afford it, and then they coming in a Bentley and, wait a minute, that's not what the Scripture designed. You say, but Brother where ain't you putting a limit on God? If that preacher, if he, if he working, yes. If that pastor is working and, and the Lord is blessing him on his company or his job or whatever, and he's able to do that, I have no problem with that. But when you're milking the peoples, when you're manipulating the peoples and making them feel like if they ain't giving you X amount of dollars, if they're not giving you that, then it's a problem. So I want you to know I'm not against it because the Scripture bag it up. It bags it up. You should live on the gospel in that First Corinthians the ninth chapter, 13, and the 14th verse. But it goes deeper, believers, when we are manipulating, when we are lying to people and tell them that they are cursed. Listen, folks, the curse was taken away when you came to Christ. You can't be in Christ and be cursed at the same time. No, ma'am, no, sir. I don't care who you are. If you are in Christ, you are saved. You are sanctified through the word 
And guess what? You're walking in the beauty of the scriptures. Now, we understand everybody ain't there. You know about the seas in the, I'm not going there, but uh, the seas in Matthew 13, starting at the 18th verse, the four different seas and how this one is planning that, because uh, I, 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 I want to finish what my conviction that came to me after I got here at the station about the people, because I have people's giving to the broadcast. I probably couldn't stay on the broadcast. Coming up and down the road, uh, doing this, I couldn't do it and, and, and without a few faithful people. Thank God for them that loving me enough to willing to give because it's not a burden. I don't make it look like a burden. I don't make it look but make them feel. I got some uh, uh, a couple of people's all the way, one in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, a couple of in Louisiana that will give a small amount every month because they want to hear the gospel. They want to hear somebody is not manipulating them to give, not manipulating them so that they can feel bad because they gave. All right, uh, didn't give. I'm sorry. Now uh, let me let me let me go on. Come the time be, is when, when I'm getting excited, I wind up staying on the scripture too long, and I'm trying to do better. All right. In in Second Corinthians, same way. Let's go over. Just like we went in First Corinthians. Now let's go to Second Corinthians, the ninth chapter. There was in First Corinthians ninth chapter, Second Corinthians ninth chapter. Get this now, ninth chapter. I'm just gonna skip, but please don't think I'm dropping old scripture. You can read it yourself. You can read the whole thing. You say I'm in error. Please, we give the telephone number, give you my website, all my information there, and you can call me on the uh, radio and on the uh, time that uh, anytime uh, I'm available. Amen. Because that's what it's about. This is uh, what it is about. You getting true. So I don't want you to be in a position saying, well, I disagree with it, and, and, and I done searched it out, and I got Scripture, and I got the Scripture ready so that I can do this and do that. No, just call Brother Ware. I give him a number. All right, Corinthians, the ninth chapter, like I was saying, Corinthians, the ninth chapter, and Second Corinthians, the ninth chapter this time, and the sixth verse, okay? And it read as follows. Uh, uh, but this I say. He that soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly, and he which soweth uh, bountifully shall reap also bountifully. All right? Let me deal with that. Because you're giving a whole lump sum of money in the church, that ain't saying you're giving unto the Lord. Now, there are some situations that unrolls up around you that you should have the love of God in you to be a blessing. You know why? Because of the fact that God doesn't bless you and he wants you to be a blessing. But because the preachers have manipulated, and, and I'm trying to get away from what the preachers done did, I want you to see how the enemy does. 
not necessarily the preacher all the time, but the enemy come forth and, and, and make you feel guilty about helping somebody else, about giving to somebody. Listen to me. It's some preachers that if you would ask me about it, I'd say, I ain't studying them. But guess what? They is a blessing to somebody. They are feeding somebody. Not all of them, because uh, some of them is manipulation, because that's what the Bible uh, uh, said uh, in the book of Acts when they was uh, uh, going forth. And you had false prophets and you had disbelievers then. You had peoples proclaiming to be Christ. But there are some genuine genuine preachers that really just doing what they're doing because they don't know anything because what they are teaching they got from their pastor. And since they got it from their pastor, then they going forth and giving it to you and it become a generational thing. I was talking to a sister about a generational curse, and and I was talking about some things that the granddaddy did or the grandmama did, and I'm telling you, that's what was said, and then the daddy and the mama did it. Okay, I'll give you a quick example. It was a, a, a young lady said, my grandmama told me, that a piece of man is better than no man, uh, having no man. Now, the grandmama stayed in the project. She had a man knocking on her door, which was a married man. Now, this is grandmama. I I, I can safely say over 65, okay? In the project, a married man knocking on her door to come in the back. She, in turn, told her great, her granddaughter, her, her, her daughter's daughter, that it's better to have a piece of man than no man. Guess what? The mama did it. And it stayed with the mama, and the mama and the daughter did, and the other daughter, the, which, of course, the great, the grandmama was dead, but it was a curse in that family because they believed that it was okay to have a, a sorry man, to have a a piece of man than to have no man, which somebody should have, listen, I'm not telling you about sinners. You say, well, Brother Webb, they were doing that. They were sinners. Think about your life before you speak. What you doing and calling yourself saved, that's what we need to do. But nevertheless, I don't know whether they were or not, but they, I know two of them, the mama and the day, the mama and the daughter, confessing to be saved, confessing to go to church, uh, be a part of the church, working in the church. That's all I can say. But I'm trying to get a point. That's that's between them and God. They got to stand before God. How that they mindset. Now, so when your mindset is you giving only to the building that you're going to or the building that you're affiliated with, you're not, and you're not, uh, giving to the other peoples that's blessing you. Uh, you're not doing that. You're not giving to the other people that God put in your life, not to be a blessing from them, but just to bless them because God done blessed you. That's what I'm saying. See, when you begin to do that, and God will put it on your spirit, put it in your spirit, put it in your heart, I promise you, 
He would do it if you open up to what God would have you to do. So, wait a minute. See how I got to talk? Now, well, let me go back to this. It says, because it, uh, they, they love to use that. Give, ch- uh, folks, come on and give. Because now I said, if you give Spanish, you're going to read Spanish. No, 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 no. First and foremost, give you. You got to give you. That's number one. Secondly, being willing to hear God, being willing to say, Lord, would you have me to do this? See, if you're giving yourself and you don't give yourself, he will direct you in anything else. So, therefore, it says, uh, uh, but this I say unto you, he that soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man, according as he hath purpose in his heart, so let him give unto God. Let him give, okay? Let him give. Whatever you purpose in your heart, that's what you do. That's how you do it. See, some people are giving because you're trying to impress. You're not giving because it's in your heart. See, when something is in your heart, it's not an issue whether you get it back or whether you don't get it back. I had a, a pastor, he's going to be with the Lord now, going into eternity. He used to say, Brother Webb, when somebody come and uh, borrow this, because you're dealing with a uh, saint, he said, when they come and borrow he said, if they ask you for 10, give them $5, let them go somewhere else and buy, borrow $5. Just uh, why? Because you can afford to give the $5. You might not can afford to give that 10 so you're looking for the 10 back a whole lot harder. But the five, you let it go. You know why you let it go? Because you didn't give them all that and you'll say, thank God I didn't do that. Because the scripture done told you, give and not look for it in return. But come on, Saint. But also on the other side now, Saint, you uh, obligated to be of your word. If you say you're going to do something, you have to do it. All right, let me, let me go on like I said. Uh, and say, uh, every man, according to how he has purpose in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly. A lot of people try to give in the church. They just so, oh, my God, I got to pay my tithe. got to give my offering. Not of necessity, not because the preacher made you feel. If I don't get $300 a day or if I don't get $3,000 a day, we're going to have problem with this. Lord, deal with the hearts of the people. Oh, please. Man, listen. Where is your faith? You're the leader, so you need to show your faith first. Okay? Then it goes on to say, not of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful forgiver. Believers, let me tell you this. When you're giving unto God, please, please, you give what God done told you to give. Not where you feel that somebody done made it obligated. There are some people uh, that you would give to. You know why? You would have gave to them. But you said no. And then some of us is so guilty. And I see a lot of that around here in Atlanta. People standing on the uh, sign with on the corner with a sign. And if you ask, say, would you like to make a couple of dollars and come and work at my house or come and do something, they'll hurry up and tell you no. You know why? Because they're not looking for that kind of money because it became a big thing. 
remember a friend of mine, uh, he was talking to the men, and we went in this particular restaurant, and we was all in the bathroom washing our hands, and this guy pulled out a, a roll of money. And and my friend asked him, said, man, you, you made all that? He said, yeah, go get more. He said, you don't feel guilty about it? He said, well, if they're stupid enough to give it to me, I'm stupid enough to take it. It's better than me working a job. Now, everybody don't think like that. I understand that. You got some people that really in need. And how do you know how they're going to be in need except communication? Just don't feel good to give them a couple of dollars. There are some children would love to need your help, believers. There are some elderly people that don't have a job and living on fixed income would love to need your help. There are some sisters that uh, 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 don't have a husband but got children and, and, well, just don't have nothing but need your help without any strange attach. That's all I'm saying. There are some people that really God need to uh, speak to your heart. But he can't speak to your heart if you don't give yourself. You got to give you first. Make sure you in the Lord. Make sure you don't repent it. Make sure you don't made him Lord of your life. I'm not talking about just going through a ritual repeating. I'm talking about walking away from your sins. I'm talking about giving you to him. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy, by God's mercy, that you present your body. Listen, so many people call themselves, present their body, and they present their body to the men. The men present their body to the women, and, and, and on and on. And we got all this mess. We got all this stuff that's going on with people's now because they are not surrendering to Christ. Why don't you do that today? Why don't you make it a personal thing between you and the Lord and watch the salvation of God rule in your life and turn your life around and bless you. Blessings is more than having a few dollars, folks. When you, if you got a pocket full of money and you sick, can't get out of the bed, you don't have a stroke, you don't have a problem, some kind of problem. Uh, the money don't mean nothing to you. Why? Because of the fact that you don't have health. Having good health, having a relationship mean more than having that money. Oh, I'm not saying it's wrong for you to have money except the money got you. Okay? I believe that God wants you to be blessed. Some of you can handle blessings. Some of you can't handle as much. But it's up to you and it's up to him. I pray that God convicts your heart that you first give you, not to feel good and justified by giving to a church building. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. We thank you for this opportunity to be able to minister to your people and to stir the hearts up that they may know your will, your way in their lives. And God, we just thank you for what's going, what's going to happen in those lives that's convicted, that they'll surrender all and be all that you call them to be. I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. 
Amen and amen. Listen, we would love to hear from you. If you have a question, if you want to say, well, Brother Will, I need to know more about how to give unto God, then I'll be more than happy to help you. Or you want to know more about our crusade, you can call me at 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. And we're looking forward to hearing from some of you. And to those of you, amen, that uh, love to be on the computer, go to our website, Brother James Ware. That's brother is spelled out, brotherjamesware.org. We would love for you to visit our website. We've got a devotional on there, and it would be a blessing to you as well. I'm really looking forward to seeing some of you, to hearing from some of you, that we can go forth and serve the Lord in spirit and in truth. Amen. Not according to Brother Ware, but according to his conviction that he have put in you. Listen, Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina, 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232 Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, South Carolina, 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you.